Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassidy-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Peter with us. Hello, Peter. Hello, John. Thanks for joining us and taking time out to do that. I really appreciate that. You're welcome. So tell us about what you do, Peter, in your business. Um, so uh, my business is All Day Apps Limited, um, and it's a small uh, company that develops mobile apps and web-based applications. So I solve business need um, situations, so getting um, a person's data that they may hold within their company and making that available to them either via web pages, mobile apps, or a combination of the two. Vital in this day and age. Yes, I like to think so. <laughs> I'm always interested in people's journey, their story of how they got to where they're at. Would you be happy to share some of your journey with us? Uh, yes, that's fine. So um, I had a num number of jobs, but most recently I was working for a company called Detica, where I was a technical architect doing a big fraud detection software for banks and government, etc. Um, but they were taken over by BAE Systems and the company culture slowly changed. And over time, I found I was no longer creating software or leading a team creating software. And I was just sort of in meetings um, the whole time and I was no longer enjoying it. Now, during that time, I created an app on the iPhone to help actors learn lines, mainly because I'm an actor, amateur, very amateur actor. Um, and I've got a bad memory. So I created this app. I found it worked. And I thought, well, I'll try selling it on the App Store to see if I can recoup the £60 development fee that it costs. And it took off, not in a huge way, but, you know, it was earning some money. So I thought, well, look, I'm no longer enjoying sort of my day-to-day -day work. I've got this sort of app, which is enough to sort of start off with as a starter. So I thought, OK, I'm going to stop um, working for BA Systems and start off my own, initially doing mobile app development. All right, fabulous. And you, you make it sound so easy. I wonder if there was any challenges along the way. Well, <laughs> the first thing I learned was that although I had several ideas for lots of mobile apps, um, most mobile apps fail. Right. Uh, if you actually have a look, the, certainly, I know, four or five years ago, the average mobile app made £3,000. Now, if you consider those apps that are massive and, and make millions, that means most apps make pennies. And that's what I found. My line learning app was bringing in some money and I thought, oh, well, I've done this. So I, I made several other apps and found that they made nothing or, you know, maybe enough for a meal out a year, that sort of thing. And, and so at that point, I suddenly thought, actually, this, this isn't quite working as I, as I thought. And looking back, you can see why. There are millions of apps out there. And so it's very hard to get your app into the hands of your the target customer without spending you know, tens of thousands of pounds on marketing, which I just didn't have. So, um, yeah, that, that was certainly the, the, the first stumbling block I, I came to. Um, you know, what, what I did then, I, I 
decided I, I need to expand and rather than just do mobile apps, which was sort of a new thing to me, I, I reached back and started working more on um, some of the prior uh, technologies that I've been using, but also extending that to the mobile market. Right. So it's not just a case of solving a problem, it's actually solving a problem with an audience you have access to. Yes, and, and that's where I sort of switched from being, you know, because the thing that everyone says is like, okay, there are billions of people out there with mobile phones, you know, if only 0.1% buy your app, then you're rich. But the thing is, 0.1% don't. So I switched from providing sort of a B2C kind of business to more of a B2B. So aiming at businesses and preferably local businesses that, you know, probably fairly small to medium sized businesses and actually trying to meet their needs and producing web apps or mobile apps or a combination of the two that actually solve the problems that they have. Right. And have you got an example of that? Maybe a, a case study? Yeah, I, I, I've got, I can give you a couple. Um, so the first one I had, a friend who's a builder came along and he said, you know, he's, he was having problems with sort of just the planning of getting his staff to projects and what, where things were and what was happening. So I built for him a system where he can take his workforce um, and allocate them, you know, up to three months or more ahead to various projects that they thought were coming in. So they can, you know, see their workforce, see the projects, see who's allocated where. Um, and then there were mobile apps that went along with that. So each member of his team had an app which told them, you know, where they were supposed to be today, what they were doing, where they were supposed to be tomorrow. Um, you know, it gave them maps and information about the customer. They could fill out their timesheets. They could book their holiday and this sort of thing. And sort of that was my first um, foray. He then talked to one of his suppliers, who is an electrician, who's then taken that app and expanded it much further so that he uses it for doing his invoicing, um, billing customers. He's just recently added profitability onto it so we can see how the company's doing, um, you know, over the course of months or the year and, and see sort of which projects are giving him a profit and which projects are sort of causing him a loss and how the general flow is going and all that sort of thing. And as well as that, I, I've done things for small, possibly even individuals. So, I've done one for Winkham Arboretum, which is up near Fiddleworth. And this chap had, um, he's in his 70s, I'm guessing, and he'd traveled around the world in his lifetime and collected trees and planted them on the hill behind his house. And there were over 600 different varieties of trees he'd done this with. And he suddenly realized, you know, when I'm gone, all the knowledge of these trees is going. So. Um, I worked with him and with another woman who lives in the village there and we built an app. We put a QR code on all of the trees and built an app. So you can go around, you scan the QR code with your phone. It takes you to a page, which basically says, this is this kind of tree. You know, I found it, you know, I got it from a car park in Mexico or something, you know, and, and gives like information about the tree and where it is. And you can set up trails, which they do every Easter and stuff like that maybe not this Easter, but most Easters, um, where the kids can go running around the woods and have to sort of find various trees and things like this and, and that sort of thing. 
I love those examples because on the surface of it, you don't think a, maybe a builders or electrician would need an app. (laughs) But uh, obviously it makes a lot of sense to have one, especially if it's tailored to your needs. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Um, I, because I I work very small scale, I I work, I have another person who I tend to work with, um, but we're very small scale. We have very low overheads and we tend to tend to work for, you know, we don't go and work for large companies who have million pound budgets. You know, we work for very small organizations and companies and try and meet their needs um, and, and work with them. I mean, one, one thing, I'm always willing to talk to people and I'm quite willing to say, look, you don't want me to do that for you. I think, you know, I think your idea there is a, is a bad idea for these reasons, or, you know, I don't think I'm the right solution for your problem. I think you need to go and look at doing something else. And I, I'm willing to give out advice for free where, where I can help. Um, just because, you know, I think, I think it's important that, that, you know, a, a chat costs nothing. And if you can help someone else to do something, then you should do. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and that's the wonderful networking and the business community we have around us in this local area is just, just wonderful people, very generous with their time and expertise, just like yourself there. So, so let's say, I was going to say, so let's say there's somebody who's who's got an idea for an app that would make their work life a lot easier for them and for their team. And they've come to you and you've given them this kind of like, yeah, that's a good idea to go ahead. What are the stages that you would go through to work with them? Well, the first thing I'll do is sit down with them and work out exactly what they want to do. What we try and do is, is work out, you know, is what they want to do realistic within their budget? Um, what is the best way to do um, what they want to do? So it, it may be a, a mobile app or it may be a web app. Um, recently, I, we've been doing a training course for the NHS, just a small department. And um, they originally came to me because they wanted a mobile app. But we worked out actually what's better for them is a web page that would work, or not a web page, but a, a web app that would work both on mobile phones and on computers. And that would broaden their, their usage. Um, and so you sort of sit down, work out exactly what they want to do, sort of, and, and why they want it, and what their workflow is going to be, how they're going to be using it. And, you know, that point, quite often people will have a have a sort of like a I want it to do this and you've just got to ask questions sort of around the well what happens in this use case and what happens like this because they know what they're doing they know their jobs and quite often they'll do things just automatically you know because they've been doing their job for so long and it's like okay you know we're doing let's say it's paying an invoice what, what happens if it's a credit note Oh, well, yes, if it's credit, no, that needs to be slightly different. And or, you know, there's always the edge cases you've got to ask about because otherwise you'll build a system. They'll come along to use it on day three. They'll go in and go, I want to do this. Oh, I can't I can't do that now because we didn't think about it. So it's it's a lot of questioning and talking to people at the beginning. 
right? And, and that's vitally important because you're absolutely right. A lot of time, you don't know what you don't know, or you know too much. Yeah, is 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 what they is what they know so well. It's instinctive that you just sort of they they do it automatically in their day to day jobs. Yeah. But when you're trying to get the computer to take some of that workload off you, you've got to get the computer to to put in that bit of knowledge that you know. So yes. It can help. Well, it sounds very, very exciting. And what's nice about that is that it's not just kind of left to the um, potential business owner to sort of work out all the details because it's a certain way of thinking when you're dealing with computers and apps. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, what the thing is, I, I feel very strongly in having very good customer relations. You know, when I work with a customer, I want that customer to be convinced that I want the best solution for them as much as they do, you know, and, you know, if, if we've got, you know, we, I normally work to a fixed price and if we've, we've done something and it's not working how the customer envisaged it in his mind, even though it's sort of, as we sort of designed it together, I'm quite happy to keep going until I get something that they're happy with and they can solve a problem. Cause it's, it's important that, at the end of the day, they're happy with the software I produced. There's no point in me producing software for them that you know meets the, the sort of dots the I's and crosses the T's, but that they're not happy with and they don't use. Yeah, no, absolutely. So if there's listen, somebody listened to this a business social entrepreneur and they're see, starting to see the potential of developing something like this with you, and they, they would like to maybe just have a chat with you first to find out if it's right and get some feedback. And how would they contact you, Peter? Probably the best way to contact me is by email, um, which is peter at alldayapps.com. Um, or, yeah, I mean, that's, that's probably the, the way that people contact me initially. Excellent. And we'll put and that then, detail on our so, website. Yes. Okay, that's great. Fabulous. That's great. Thank you for sharing your story with us and uh, and the fascinating world of apps and computers, which haven't taken over the world for sure. Yeah. Yes. But it, it's interesting that recently things are moving in some ways away from apps and to, towards sort of web apps and web pages. Yeah. And um, I think it's because initially you could only run an, on a phone, you could run an app. And the web stuff was really bad. Yes. But now their web browsers are better and you can maybe hit, you know, serve the customer better by doing a, a proper web app and maybe just have a few bespoke bits on, on a mobile app rather than the whole system. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, you've got the iPhone system, you've got Android, you've got Google, um, and there's other platforms out there. So trying to make an app that yeah. fits everything. Yeah. Ah, fabulous. Peter, if you happen to know of any other business owners or entrepreneurs that would, would like to be a guest on the show, could you let me know? I will do, yeah. Uh, thank you ever so much for your, for your time and your story. Okay, you're welcome. So this is a podcast by business owners for business owners. And until next time, see you soon. Bye then. Bye, Peter. Bye. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as Advice on how to deal with serious negative publicity, along with up to £10,000 of insurance to assist you with the major public relations crisis. Any questions, contact me at 
john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.